0: Hey, Jacqueline, did you know that product-based
1: businesses should start preparing for the holidays in September? Well, Mina, I sure did, which is why we created Rock Your Holiday Promotions Challenge. It is exclusively for product-based business owners. We want to help you create your revenue-building holiday promotions in just five days so that you skyrocket your sales.
0: Now, this is different from what we're talking about in this episode. The challenge has to do with the preparation of all those promotions you need to create for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, after Christmas, all those that you need to increase your sales and ultimately make more money money.
1: All right. So if you want to create holiday promotions that grab your customer's attention and start to snowball your sales, we have an extra special free five-day live training coming to you September 23rd to the 27th. And here's what we'll cover. Day one will mark the most important
0: holiday dates for every product-based business. Day two will create your best offers to take advantage of the holiday hype. Day 3 we'll amplify
1: the holiday mood and share it with the world. Day four, we're going to pre-schedule your holiday promotions ready to sell at the right time. Day five, create a plan to boost your sales through the holidays beyond, we're saying beyond offering a discount. You can do all of this in under an hour a day. It can even be 30 minutes. Videos get delivered straight to your inbox and it is absolutely free.
0: Absolutely free. So make sure you grab your spot and sign up at www.rockyourholidaypromotions.com
1: and the link is also in the show notes. You do not have to do this alone. So let's build this together. Join us for five days, September 23rd to the 27th to build your sales snowball and increase your revenue month over month. Remember, go to www.rockyourholidaypromotions.com and sign up now. It's free and we will see you there. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with Santa's Little Helper and my co host, Mina Kumlosita. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So, welcome back. This is part of our mini series of holiday prep. We want to prep you product bosses for the holidays because we know that this is the biggest season for most, if not all of you. And so there are a lot of questions that have come up in our Facebook community and it, with, between our masterminders and the people who have joined Multistream Machine. And so we wanted to bring those questions and let all of our listeners hear because I'm sure if one person's asking it, a lot more of you are asking it. And since this is a Q&A episode and we're pulling from our community, one of the questions we were asked was how to plan your holiday marketing strategy, taking into account when and how to start promoting and how to optimize sales. And that is exactly what we have built this five-day challenge totally free for all of you where we're going to talk about when to do it, what those key dates are, what kind of offers you can create that really sets you apart from your competition, that set you apart from the big box retailers. And we're actually going to hold your hand through it so that you can do it, so that you can plan this out. So you're not worrying about this in October, but you're getting this done in September. I just want you guys to sit back and think how amazing it would be if you knew that your calendar was set, your promotions were in place, you knew what you were selling, you knew all of your dates, and you're like, cool, I've never been this prepared before. And now you are and it's not even October 1st. So we would love, love, love to see you in this. All you have to do is click on the link in the show notes. And you will get registered, signed up, and we will be right there with you for five days straight.
0: Yeah, we'll actually be on a Facebook Live every single one of those days. So um, it's not just in your inbox. It's literally in this uh, private Facebook group pop-up that we're doing. And that way we can answer any questions that happen to um, come up along the way. So first, though, we'd like to thank everybody that's leaving us reviews. We are getting so many and it, it feels so good. Thank you
1: for anyone that has left them. And so this is from Ellen Dietrich of Fairers, which is Children's Sunglasses. Okay. And we so excited and can't wait to follow you on Instagram. So this is what Ellen said. This podcast never disappoints. I've been listening to Jacqueline and Mina Daily for the past few months. I just launched my product based business in April and find this podcast to provide such relevant, useful information in clear step-by-step manner. I've learned so much from them and look forward to each new episode. They are smart, experienced, and genuinely care about sharing the best advice and tips for their listeners. I only wish I had found this podcast sooner. So thank you, Ellen of Wefarers Children's Sunglasses. That was such an amazing review. All right. So we're going to jump into the questions, the Q and A. So if you guys, I'm just going to say, if you guys are not already in our Facebook community, we always have a link in the show notes. This is a great place that you can get your questions answered, whether the community is helping you or in times like this, where Mina and I bring it online and we, we either are talking about it on the podcast or on a Facebook live. So let's jump in. Sure. Okay. So first question,
0: Jacqueline,
1: um, what if my item is not holiday? Okay. This is a great question. And this is from Lunch Squares and really awesome product. And she has actually, she's in one of our masterminds. We haven't started working together just yet, but she's signed up. So we're excited. So Lunch Squares is a product that um, I might be wrong. It's silicone and it's basically you could bake in it and you could you could basically like bake a small dish for your kids and then send them to school with it. Really cool. I got a sample of it. I think it's cool. And she posted this in our Facebook group.
0: Yeah. She's also a multi-stream machine too. So her Her um, peak season is back to school, same as me.
1: Yeah, so this goes back to even the episodes before. So if you guys haven't listened to the last two episodes, they're part of this series and we talk about visibility and engaging with your customers before actually selling to them at the holidays. So let's just say I follow Lunch Squares and she's in my feed. And I'm seeing her stuff. I'm sh- she's showing me meals I can make for my kids to go to school. She's showing me meals I can make myself. She's showing me how to make a dessert apple crumble you know, for a single portion in my uh, feed. I'm seeing all these things, right? It's popping up in my head. It's living in my consciousness somewhere. And then she pops up in my feed around Christmas time or Black Friday, and it's like 50% off. Mm -hmm. oh, hey, I have wanted this. I didn't have the reason to buy it yet, but I know I like her. I've been following her. I think it's a really cool idea. And now you're telling me I can get it for 50% off. That's going to push me over the edge to buy it when I may not need it. Um, Because like, for example, when there was uh, Amazon Prime Day, I pre-bought my kids' lunch boxes and that was mid July. Mm -hmm. So... I saw the deal. It popped up like it was it was visible. In I don't know how I found it. I think it was one of the featured products. Uh And um, they're bento boxes. And I decided to buy them because like ooh, super discounted. I could try that. And I'm willing to try something new at a discounted price.
0: Yes. Now it's like part of the online journey. Look for deal,
1: then go shopping. (laughs) You type in like I'll always type in like blah 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 coupon usually Uh not small companies, but bigger companies like Michael's coupon, right? To Uh know if there's something happening. So this is what I want to say to any of you that don't have a holiday item. How can you start using your item during this season to just show multi-uses to it? So it may be that the core of your product for like Mina's product for lunch squares is that it's a school product or it's for camp or, you know, it's not really in the mindset, but this is an idea, for example. And again, we haven't worked with lunch squares yet. So I'm just, just, this is some Consulting coming at, at you. Um, what happens in the new year? What is the resolution that most people have? A lot of times it's to be healthier, right? To eat better. So she may start to show you how to eat better by cooking these meals or prepping meals in these containers, right? That could be mm-hmm. one part that she starts to set. It could be mini portions of, um, sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top. And she shows you how to bake these like smaller portions of it or how to make, you know, so it's like thinking about meals that maybe aren't specifically geared towards kids. Maybe they are, or maybe it's even just about portion control and putting a spin on the product you're doing for the season that it is and showing it So like do a video, do an IGTV, um, post it in your feed, send out an email to your customer saying like, I have a new recipe on a mini version of XXX, like holiday favorites mini version. And these are the ways that you're going to be able to twist this idea. Yes, they can use it the whole year, but how do you get them to buy right now? Yeah.
0: And I wouldn't let it stop you that you're not a holiday product because it's a hundred percent is end of the year. So you know that at least they're going to be planning for the new year or the end of the year. And so even if you're you know, post or whatever isn't about like holiday leftovers or something like that. It's about something that shows your product in action. Because no matter what, even if it's not holiday-esque, people are always still into the bundle idea. Even if it's not a gift bundle, it's a bundle sale. So no matter what, I know I'm going to have to probably solve a lot of problems, um, even if it doesn't have to do with something that I'm going to use right away.
1: So just to add on one more thing that you said, which I love, you were talking about leftovers. That's a huge, like guys look on Pinterest for trends, right? So leftovers is a huge trend, like what sandwiches to make with leftovers, what to do with holiday leftovers, all that, right? Okay. Hi. So she could say, this is a way to package your leftovers from Thanksgiving and take them to work with you and reheat them. For example. I don't know enough about the product just yet, but I just, you know, these are things that think about these triggers and then get really creative on your product and how you can skew it for the customer. Okay, what's the next
0: question? Next question is, should I offer free shipping?
1: I know, okay, I know. I'm gonna bring up Etsy again. This has been like a trend for me the last few days. <laughs> but um, the, the reason I'm bringing that up is a lot of people in our group, so a lot of our students have talked about that they're on Etsy and that there has been a change where Etsy is, Basically, raising the visibility and and any shop that's shipping things for free is getting a better sort of like searchability and algorithm than people who are charging for shipping. And why is that? Because you get free Amazon Prime shipping. Like people are starting to expect free shipping. So do you build that into the cost of your items? Yes, you absolutely can. Is it something that you do free shipping with a like a dollar price? You know, any orders over hundred dollars get free shipping. You can also do that because people are more likely going to want to add items to their cart and feel like they're getting value, like an exchange, versus paying $15 for shipping and getting nothing. So if it's just that I have to add a couple things to my cart, at least I'm getting something to still get free shipping. Right.
0: Even if you have to set a barrier of, hey, you have to spend this much, people will spend more to get free shipping. Like It's just a fact of online retail shopping if you're going to offer free shipping, please do something for that during the holidays. (laughs) Like if there's any time to test that out, if you should offer free shipping, it should definitely be around the holidays because people are ordering like crazy
1: and- um, They will move on. They will not buy from you.
0: Right. They are super savvy. They would just go find a deal next door, virtual next door, you know? So I would say, yes, please try to offer free shipping, even if you have to do a threshold.
1: Yeah. Or you have to add, you have to add into your numbers for the holidays. So this is a great topic too. I think that we're, we we have a pop-up Facebook, Facebook group for the challenge. And I think this is going to be a great question because it's something that the community can also discuss and you guys can weigh it out. Okay. So the next question, we actually have two questions about paid ads. So what, like, should you pay for ads during the holidays? That's a very big question. The algorithms of every single place that you've ever been on is skewed against you if you're not advertising, right? They, if Facebook, you're not paying for advertising. Paying for advertising. Facebook is has made it so. That's why you only see the people you engage with and they don't let you see anything organically anymore because the only way to get organic reach is through paid. Organic reach, um, paid Facebook, paid Google. Are we telling you all to go pay for ads? Absolutely not. That's not what we're saying. Because this is all strategic, right? Like you need to have the budget for it. You need to know what your ads are. Um, we talk about this multi machine, right? You know, you talk about Amazon and paying for pay per click.
0: Yeah, I am a big believer that you have to pay for ads on Amazon. That's a whole different thing because people are. They're already so far into the buying journey that they're going to buy when they show up on Amazon, right? What we're talking about is paid ads for like Facebook. They are not going to be as eager to buy, right? You're scrolling through a feed and during the holidays, and of course, preface this with this is just my opinion. Hire a Facebook expert, do your due diligence, do what you're gonna do, okay? But my opinion is that it's too expensive to Um, pay for ads like Facebook ads through the holidays unless you have a very expensive product and that you can specifically target in a certain way local, um, holiday bundle, um, like super niche, because otherwise you're going to be paying more. There's just simply everybody and their dog is paying for ads during the holidays. So how are you going to break through the clutter when it's like literally the worst saturation that it is throughout the year? And then how are you going to make that money back? So if it's an expensive product with like an upsell, let's say, yeah potentially, or if it's a local thing that you have a a really great community, you know, backing behind you and you only target local and that deal is exclusive to those people in that area. Sure. Try it out because it's only getting in front of those eyes. Um, But otherwise, I think that you're just throwing money in a black hole.
1: (laughs) It's true, which I just looked at our bill. We never paid for ads before until recently. And so I looked, I was like, how did we spend $1,000 in ads? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I know it's not that much. The service though, service though, we can make that back, right?
0: Because, you know, a high ticket sale of a mastermind, for instance, products, you know, how many labels I have to sell for that thousand dollars. I
1: know, but still, I was like, what did I, it's always, you know how they ask you, do you want to promote this post? It's like, sure, I'll try it. I'll give it like a $50 budget to see if it helps you know, whatever you guys, it's all, it's like a slot machine. I swear (laughs) that never pays out unless you probably have a professional or you know what you're doing. So this is what I heard about ads for the holidays. It might've been from Amy Porterfield, actually. Um, Amy Porterfield, genius marketing made easy. Um, she talked about how ads and she's talking about service, but if you are advertising consistently throughout the year and you're still advertising during the holidays, I think it's cheaper than if you just start to take ads during the holidays, right? Because now you're starting to get in front of more eyes. But if Facebook knows like that you've been advertising and it knows who it's getting it to and you've got this whole system built, it's cheaper. So I would say that the holidays is probably not the time for you to throw money into the slot machine and hope it pays out. We would rather, and this is what we focus on at multi-stream machine is how to make more money on the customers you already have so all of these things that we talk about usually are without paying for ads it's a little bit more about organic reach and retargeting your actual customer list so the short of the long answer is Mina fully believes in ads but we're not sure that you should start ads on the holidays okay I like it so can I, n- huh? can I bring up the last Christmas because we both bought something the sign company you got the picture of your kids printed on it oh yeah Small one. Small Small wood. One. Mm -hmm. So let's all watch them again. And if they listen, hello, because you guys are quite inspiring. (laughs) They had,
0: well, this will lead to our next question. They had deals every single day, every variation, every unimaginable, imaginable offer. They must've had like five deals a day. I'm not kidding you. And Um, they were like
1: irresistible offers. (laughs) They were, oh my God, I need to buy everything because it's like 70% off.
0: Right. Um, During the promotional, during us building our promotions of the five-day challenge, we want to keep it very simple. Our methodology through this whole thing will be to keep it really simple so you guys have something in the queue that is to promote. It isn't in massive overabundance of here's 1,000 offers you can offer. It's definitely like breaking it down to be more simple so you guys understand it. And that way, when you start your little snowball, you know, this season, you know how it works. So then the next season you'll be able to really, really make it massive and big.
1: So yeah. So but they showed up in our feed. They were constantly showing these promotions. Well, they, you know why we buy the same stuff, right? Well, we're sharing the same
0: Instagram, the same algorithm, and basically seeing the same ads for and all
1: you and I are two different human beings and two different families, two different places, like very different. I'm in uh-huh. you know, New Jersey, you're in Iowa. So we're two different places, but you would see us all of a sudden she's posting on Instagram that she's got this new Smallwood Homes, whatever, purchase. Like, oh my God, I just bought it too because the ads showed up in our feed because we were targeted. So those ads are great. And I guess what I just want to say is they're a big company. This is the other thing. They could keep up with that kind of production. They, mm-hmm. Like the ads are worth it because of the thousands and thousands of pieces that they could ship out. This may not be your company that you have, that you could even keep up with the type of production that would pay back for ads. So, but pay attention this this season. Like follow some people. Like pay really good attention to people that you really respect and that keep showing up and see what they do because these are these are little case studies for you to go from for your next marketing campaign.
0: Who knows if they made any money? It could be just what they do to acquire um, customers. Have you ever heard of a loss leader?
1: So exactly. It could be Uh that 70% off is cheaper than paying for an ad to get one of us to click on it and give them our email address. Right. A loss leader
0: is basically when you're going in knowing you're going to lose money in order to acquire that person as your customer that they'll eventually buy from you more. Right. I haven't since bought anything from
1: Smallwood, but um, will I again? Perhaps. (laughs) It's because they have all the really cool, like the trendy Pinterest style, like Christmas signs or gather or all the things that you want to make your mantle or your front doorstep or your kitchen extra cozy. I mean, that is the time, right? When people are taking care of their homes. So yes. So that's another thing. A lot of you don't want to give up any money for paying for Amazon Prime or fulfilled by Amazon. There's certain things that you guys don't want to, you, you're afraid of spending money on. But like you said, this whole concept of loss leader, maybe 70% off a product still covered the cost and was cheaper to acquire a new customer than, and our email addresses than it is to just randomly advertise to the world. Yeah, and they've
0: they've figured it out, right? They have a holiday product. They know who they're targeting. They um, are, you know, even if they're going in at a loss, they're probably making some of the money back. In other cases, people solopreneurs, let's say, that are smaller scale, we don't want you throwing money in thinking that it's going to bring any sort of money back. You know, ads are things that require testing unless you have it figured out to a certain point, you should not be playing around in that sandbox until you're ready to spend some money and have an expert behind you.
1: If people can charge you a lot of money for this service, you better know it's hard. It's not, <laughs> if it was easy, they couldn't charge you this much money.
0: There is a, there's a talent to it. I mean, there's definitely more skilled Facebook people than others, you know? So, um, definitely be, like I said, due diligence, but obviously other people have different opinions. So it might be where you might have a product that you're able to sell like gangbusters and then it works out, right? That still requires testing. Okay. So next question, which was kind of what I was alluding to, how much is too much emailing?
1: So how much is too much emailing? And we did an episode on emailing. (laughs) We talked about three emails that you should always be sending. Um, And we also cover this in Multissue Machine. And this is something actually our feedback from a lot of our students was like, oh my goodness, this helped clarify emails because, and this is another reason why, you know, we talk about content and what kind of content to create for your customers and leading up to when you're actually selling, because What's too much in their inbox? What do they care about, and what are you? How are you connecting with them outside of always trying to sell? Remember that analogy I used last week, where I was like that random person who knocks on your door and tries to sell you stuff, versus somebody who like is your friend that you've hung out with at a coffee shop. They invite you over to their house. They offer you a warm hot coat, like ho- hot cocoa, and then they try and sell you. You're more likely to buy from them,
0: right? And it, and and I feel like during the holidays, people's tolerance they kind of have more give for you, like more buffer. Like They're like, oh, it's the holidays. We're also assuming those people all see those messages, right? Um, How much is too much emailing during the holidays? I would say, is there such a thing during the holidays?
1: I mean, maybe once a day um, you could do still. I think that's the thing, right? I allow Mm -hmm. those emails in my inbox during the holidays because I don't want to miss out on a deal or a coupon. Right, um, and so I think that's the stuff that, like, even though you don't even click on it, I bet, right? Yeah, and if it comes uh-huh. from a, somebody that I have been eyeing, then I'll probably open it if that's the time that I want to buy it. And so I and I've done that, like when Black Friday rolls around. I mean, I've even Google searched like best Black Friday sales for whatever I need that day. Yeah, so I think I think that's something to be aware of that people are looking for the deals. We no longer put things in newspapers and send like coupon clippings and you know like Macy's still does their sales and newspapers but all of us these small businesses we can do that through the inbox and through our social media feeds so I would tell you that if it's really a good sale you're doing like 12 days of Christmas or something like that it might be a daily email maybe leading up you guys just have to start like with once a week you know, and then there could be twice a week if you're trying to promote something that's coming up. And then when the sales are actually happening, you might send something daily. If you have something happening daily, I think more importantly is actually like even the subject line, what's going to get them to open. So let's talk about the cyber five
0: really quick. Okay. So cyber five is Thanksgiving, black Friday, small business Saturday, and then Sundays. It's just Sunday sales, like regular sales and then cyber Monday. So Right now, what we're talking about is the whole discounting. It's because that's what the consumer wants and expects and anticipates and waits to shop for. But out of all those days, the one that sticks out for all of you product bosses is Small Business Saturday, you know, where potentially you could get somebody to pay a little bit more because they're supporting a small business, right? It's just the same way people have a cause or they have, um, you know, pick a charity or, or they tap into the giving part of the holiday rather than the discounting part or the shop local um, or shop small. So really thinking about that, like as you're emailing them, that's what we mean by strategy. Only part of your strategy should be discounting. You know, there's a whole other... of your business, you have to think about as well. But in order to survive the holidays, in order to make money, in order to acquire a customer, it's almost like the marketplace is demanding that you have to offer discounts at least to get through the cyber five within there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's like you said, people expect the sale. We need this. We need whatever you're offering to be something that is almost impossible for them to say no to. That's something that's like, oh my gosh, if I don't buy this now, I'm going to regret it for the rest of the year because I didn't get it at this awesomely discount. Like the Instapot on Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Because people... And guess what? How many Instapot recipes have you seen on Pinterest? How That is a trend. So if you are paying attention to trends that are happening in the world of social media and what people are talking about, Instapot, how it makes your life so much easier, da, da, da. And now it's come up for sale. I have so many gadgets and gizmos in my kitchen, but now you're telling me I can get it super cheap. Well, yes, sure. Because I don't have to, I get to try something I was like thinking about trying, but that I don't have to pay full price for it just in case I'm not, not yeah. really going to Instapot every day. And, and for
0: sure, like when Jacqueline and I, we knew Prime Day was coming up. Guess who bought three? uh, no, this was actually this last, last holiday. Year. <laughs> guess who bought three? Amanda, Alexis. I did. And so did Jacqueline. I think I purchases. Yours was I a different something. model. I bought the la- the previous generation and you bought the fuzzy one that's like, The white one. The white one.
1: We have them in every room now. And so many of you I know don't like it. I know. But we are, you know, it makes our lives easier in a lot of ways um, using it. And so we're fine with it. And we talk about it all the time. And that's why we have to whisper the name because... (laughs)
0: It's (laughs) It's literally in every single room. And it's super inconvenient when I'm at like my parents' house and my kids are yelling for her and she's not there. <laughs>
1: or in the car, my kids are yelling. <laughs> we need to know what temperature it is outside. 100%. What I, I told you, our lives are very in sync, which means other people are doing the same thing. And I mean, and we bought it because it had like a bundle, I think. Uh-huh. So so the thing, the thing I also want to just talk about with content is it's the consistency of it, right? It's, cons- it's, and I kind of mentioned this in the last episode. And the reason I'm going to bring this up is I actually had this conversation with a client yesterday who is paying a very high, like she is paying a lot of money to work with a strategic consultant for brand, like brand building. And this is in the conversation we had, which I talked to her about it, but I think it finally clicked for her when this person was saying it to her. But basically he wanted her to create a video of uh, an owner's video, like a owner, take ownership of her business. It's a new brand. And to really kind of say, like, hey, I'm the owner and this is what I'm selling. And this is kind of our backstory. She doesn't need to be the face of her brand. But what he did say is that people are buying from people. And as she grows, Tori Birch or like big brands are going to look at her as well and say, Oh, wait, you know, like what's that person doing? Because Tory Burch has way more visibility. So they could easily pluck and pull things from her and use and basically sell to the masses. So why are you going to keep people buying from you? You're like your small business and your brand. It's because they know like, and trust you. They know the owner or they see behind the scenes or they have some sort of affinity. Like Mina talks about how she's, you know, a mom that's created this product for other moms. So in order to the thing that you need to know is that you are not going to grow your business based on the product you're currently selling. It is more than the product. It's actually probably if it's 80, 20, it's like 20% your product, 80% everything you do around it. So the, the brand you're building, the community you're building, the feeling you give people when they see your brand, you know, I mean, we talked about that with Pura Vita. like their products aren't expensive, but the idea of Pura Vita is the thing that has the draw for all the people. And it gives the sense of that lifestyle that they're living. Yeah. And so I I want you guys to think about when you're thinking about the content you're creating, like what else is your customer interested in and how can you bring that to them? Like how do they, why do you want them to tune into your show? Because that's what it is. Opening your emails, listening to you on stories, you know, reading you in the feed, like clicking and interacting, commenting, all of that stuff. You do not need to have a huge following. You do not need to have a huge email list to start, but you do need to have them really engaged. In terms of this entire conversation about engagement, what's too much emailing, how to have content, there's just a lot of places that you need to show up. This is not to overwhelm you, but this is just to find how you can engage them. And I like that. Like, every Friday for the entire holiday season, decide that you're going to go on for two minutes on stories. Or you might do an IGTV. And then you could take that and put it into an email and send that out to your customers. Because bet your bottom dollar, majority of people on your email list are not also watching all of your things on Instagram.
0: Yeah, for sure they're not. Um, And I guess that just depends on your audience. But that always surprises me too. A lot of our Instagram people, they're not listening to our they do listen to our podcast, but not every episode, right? There's always new people. And and honestly, them rehearing what we have to say or, or knowing us even more or even better is always a good thing. You cannot email too much during that time because even if you set your emails up to be like, hey, if this person clicks on this, they don't need these other emails. You can always set that up in your email service provider as you get deeper into this whole pre-scheduling deal of this, the other end
1: of that. And some email providers allow you to say, like, if someone wants to unsubscribe, like, are you getting too many? Would you like to just reduce the amount of emails you're getting? You know, things like that. So um, you could even have a place where they get clicked. If they click on this, it's a tag that opts them out of maybe all the other emails and they're just going into weekly emails. So they don't unsubscribe. Whole other podcast episode, just some ideas for you guys. I'm really excited to continue this conversation about holiday prep. We have a pop-up Facebook group for the challenge. Um, Again, the link is in the show notes. And I'm excited to keep this conversation going because remember, we are showing up every day for five days live answering your questions. So we can really dig into some more questions about these marketing and promotions to your customers to really crush your sales. Don't do this alone. We always tell you, you're not alone. You are not alone. We've created this community for you and all of this content and that you don't have to feel alone through the season. You don't have to kind of like be with all your friends and they have no idea what it's like to be a product-based business owner and they don't get like why you're stressed out about is it 40% off or is it 30% off? <laughs> <That's the> <laughs> <question>. <laughs> so come, hang out with us, hang out with the community we've created and have this awesome community of generous knowledge givers help you through the season. Cause this is obviously as we are growing, this is a huge, there, there's so many people in this group and we're so excited that there's like such a community to grow each other's businesses. So thank you for being a part of it. Yes. Thanks everybody.
0: Hey, Jacqueline, did you know that product-based businesses should start preparing for the holidays in September?
1: Well, Mina, I sure did, which is why we created Rock Your Holiday Promotions Challenge. It is exclusively for product-based business owners. We want to help you create your revenue-building holiday promotions in just five days so that you skyrocket your sales. Now,
0: this is different from what we're talking about in this episode. The challenge has to do with the preparation of all those promotions you need to create for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, after Christmas, all those that you need to increase your sales and ultimately make more money move money.
1: All right. So if you want to create holiday promotions that grab your customer's attention and start to snowball your sales, we have an extra special free five-day live training coming to you September 23rd to the 27th. And here's what we'll cover. Day one will mark the most important holiday
0: dates for every product-based business. Day two will create your best offers to take advantage of the holiday hype. Day three, we'll amplify the
1: holiday mood and share it with the world. Day four, we're going to pre-schedule your holiday promotions ready to sell at the right time. Day five, create a plan to boost your sales through the holidays beyond, we're saying beyond offering a discount. You can do all of this in under an hour a day. It could even be 30 minutes. Videos get delivered straight to your inbox and it is absolutely free
0: absolutely free.
1: So make sure
0: you grab your spot and sign up at www.rockyourholidaypromotions.com
1: and the link is also in the show notes. You do not have to do this alone. So let's build this together. Join us for five days, September 23rd to the 27th to build your sales snowball and increase your revenue month over month. Remember, go to www.rockyourholidaypromotions.com and sign up now. It's free and we will see you there. See you there, everyone!